welcome back to Red Nation. I'm your host, Braden Ellis, alongside my co-host, Austin Lopez. We're back for episode three of a very important Red Nation conversation. Uh, today, we're going to have some current political day issue topics that we're going to discuss, the controversial Brittany Griner, the controversial Kanye West, or yay. Uh, we also have society. We talk about society. Is it dark or demonic? We'll get right into that. We have the NPC of the month because we've run into some editing issues on Red Nation. So bear with us. Our budget's very low. Uh, so we're going to be doing NPC of the month. Also, at the end, question of the month. I'm going to throw it to my co-host, Austin Lopez. What's going on, brother? It's good to be back. And I, I was listening to what you said earlier. And I agree. It, I think the last time we were recording, it was about 50 degrees hotter. Now it's getting quite cold in Phoenix. But yeah, so our editor got lost in Ecuador or something like that. That's what the rumors are, at least. Right, right. But yeah, I know he's a great guy. Great yeah. Guy. <laughs> Jumping into him. our political topics, um, Kanye West is a big topic right now. And I know you are a big fan of his music. So I want you to have the first word. What's going on with my boy, Yang? Um, you know this because you're my roommate. Duh. I had a flag of Kanye in my room. I just bought it, like maybe a couple of weeks before he went um, crazy. And Kanye West has been there for me purely as an artist through breakups, through basketball games, through hanging out with my friends, going to parties. His music is always there. It's always followed me. He has been an influencer, a really dynamic personality in America. And he's always been out there. Like we've always known that because these brainiacs are normally like that. But I, I really feel like he's selling his soul to the devil. And, you know, besides the point of Nick Fuentes, I think the ideology, Halo, I think you would agree with this, is far-fetched and ridiculous. The claims are ridiculous. Um, we had Larry Elder on Frontlines, Drew Hernandez, which is on Real America's Voice, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our viewers. Great show. We have a great conversation with Larry Elder coming up. But Larry talked about how moronic he was. And I think that is true in some cases, but I also believe this. And this is my last point to answer your question, Nalo. Kanye has seen some stuff that I have not seen in Hollywood. Do I believe elites are controlling the rap game, controlling these black people into these ideologies that are toxic and evil? Yes. Do I think it's a complete race of Jewish people? No. And also Hitler is a terrible, de demonically possessed man that raped his young niece, that was 10 years old and when she spoke out about it he had her executed and buried into her own, own grave there's nothing good about hitler nothing good about what the nazis did kanye should totally retract that in my opinion Alo, i think you would agree with this kanye yay west needs to go back to mike dean apologize and start creating music again what do you think i find that sometimes a lot of these people who are very successful um, and have all the money in the world get loot they lose touch with the reality and we saw this with kanye where he had a good thing going for him and especially like during his jesus is king album and even uh, donda 
he seemed a little more rooted than he has been. But now it doesn't seem like he has people around him who are being good influences. And I think one of the most important things in life in general is surrounding yourself with good people. And uh, that turns that turns you into the person you'll become. Well, I mean, do you think he's how about Alex Jones? He's around him. Do you think Alex Jones is a good person to be around? Or are you talking about Nick Fuentes and Milo? I'm I'm not even talking. I'm just talking. I I don't know Connie, but I'm saying when the door's closed, who is he surrounding himself with? Yes. Um. I don't I don't really follow that much of Kanye. Obviously, I hear the big right. stuff, but yeah, I think that's very important. Speaking of big, Alo, Brittany Griner was released from Russia in one of the biggest trades in foreign trade dealing. Uh, in, in our world she was traded for an arms dealer who is called the merchant of death hates americans hates people that believe in western civilization what do you think of that dude getting out of jail i'm not talking victor i'm talking Brittany griner the dude i think that Brittany griner uh shouldn't have been in jail in the first place i think that's and i think it's a sign of a weak administration but here's the thing yes I, I'm glad she's back because that's an American citizen who is being held captive in Russia. Um, but the way we did it, I don't agree with. We, you have yeah. this very yeah. dangerous guy. <laughs> you, you just get her, and there's obviously that Marine. What's his name? Paul something. Wayland. Obviously, you have him also. So... It's not a great look. I mean, nothing that the current administration does is, but it's just overall not a great situation. Well, let's debate this. I think she should have stayed there. Why do we want someone that thinks America sucks and is oppressed? Do you think we we should believe in redemption and salvation for her now that she found out that the United States is the best country in the world and the most fair and most just? Or should we have kept her ungrateful, but I'm sorry, him her his ungrateful butt in russia to rot in a society that and culture and government that actually oppresses black people and lesbians who he makes very presently should we have kept um brian griner inside of russia or no no okay i think we should have but that's my political answer i think my christian answer is i think brian griner just found out that he's very grateful for America. What do you think? I, I think Brittany Griner is thankful that she's an American, yes. Yeah. Yeah, terrible trade. Uh, I spoke to the Marines brother yesterday, David Whalen. Good guy. He's a liberal, but man, he was a total patriot. And we're praying for his brother. Here at Red Nation, we sponsor and support Paul Whalen to get out of Russia immediately. I think Alo can agree with that and correspond to that. Um, it's Vladimir horrible. let him let, let him back <laughs> let him back in our country um, Vladdy, but yes. come on baby go ahead <laughs> yes uh moving on to our last political topic I want to talk about mental health issues in this country and how the left turns it into oh it's a gun issue oh it's you know, they use a list of things, but mainly guns. There's, 
it's very sad. What what's happened because of COVID, you have all these younger generation, this younger generation that is very depressed and they didn't go outside for two years basically. Right. And then they do this horrible stuff. Yet the left says, Oh, the left is the party who says, Oh, do what you want. This is your life. Do if you want to go turn into a boy and you're already a girl, go for it. Like that's perfectly normal. And I just think that this creates just a, a mental health issue. And then that just leads to dark things. Amen. Amen. And as a gun owner, Alo, uh, do you think a lot of the shootings that happened at schools and movie theaters and everything, why, what gets them to that point? Why do they do that? I honestly couldn't answer that because I've, I've never been in that situation. But I will say this. You have tens of millions of gun owners who are very stable people, law-abiding citizens, and obviously the less than 1% of these people makes everyone look bad. And they uh, will see what happens, but it's just, it turns into a political agenda, which makes me mad. Yeah, I agree. As a, as a gun owner, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that probably makes you mad. It makes you look bad because you know, the gun owners are the bad people now. I think really um, a lot of the shooters that, you know, take out a school, take out a movie theater, whatever, they're young males. Well, I bet you ask any of those people, those gunmen, those evil, evil terrorists, what is their relationship with their father? Most of them would say not good. A father that's not in the home or is not a present and moral and maybe even, I'm sorry to be honest, but a Christian moral leader inside of the household, you're going to get some dark stuff that's going to be put into that your face. And I think that we have a young male problem in this country where we're showing them things through the screens that are just not good. And that's going to lead me into my next point, Alo. Uh, I feel for you on the gun thing. I'm not a gun owner yet. We're going to get there. My birthday was last week, so we're going to get one. So real quick, if I may. Going back to that topic, uh, you asked you asked me um, going putting myself in the shoe. What causes that issues? I think that was a great point, and I think that the it all starts at home. It all starts at home, like you were saying, a father and just a family, just together. Like you said, it, it's a structure. Correct. I totally agree. If the temple is broken, things are not going to go well. So, Red Nation viewers, we'll come back right into the topic of society. Is it dark or demonic? Don't miss my rant on this. It's going to be hot. It's going to be juicy. And, of course, also controversial. At the end of the show, I will be releasing and promoting the new Kanye West song, remixed by yours truly, Braden Ellis. I call it Someday We'll Be Free the Alex Jones version. Stay tuned, guys. Look, Red Nation viewers, let's be honest. We live in a ungodly society, a dark society, a society where there is darkness, there's secularism everywhere. 
movies, colleges, schools, banks, your grocery stores, advertisements, commercials, everything that you see is secular and is an ungodly agenda. As a, I've gone through these past couple months learning and seeing and really asking for God's wisdom into my life, I've really seen clear-eyed without the scales on my eyes that the society that we live in, that we're placed in, especially for the Christians out there, we have a moral obligation to spread the word of Christ and to live that way. Have I always done that? Absolutely not. I've fallen short every single time and I will still do that because I am sinful. And so is this earth that we've been put on. If you're a non-Christian, uh, give me a chance and think about this. So let's talk about society. Is it dark or demonic? Well, I argue it would be both. Dark is demonic and demonic is dark. Uh, you look at social media for my first point. Social media is a brand new technology that has been pushed upon every single person that lives on this earth right now. And especially, I want to hit the young, the young point. People my age, I'm 21, and other people uh, around in the 20s and even 30s, and all the way down till you're 80, social media affects you. But let's start with the young people. Well, what's affecting young people to allow them to swallow the society pill, which I deem and call the demonic or the dark pill. TikTok, for example, that is the strongest fentanyl pill that you can take. It is as strong a drug as you can possibly get with social media. Instagram doesn't cut it. Snapchat doesn't cut it. TikTok does. And there's scientific provable evidence that is designed for addiction for your eyes and your psychology made by the Chinese CCP. All right. So let's get into this. TikTok is a, an addictive social media drug that aims to diminish and delinquish the young American brain. Let's look at men, for example, young men in their 20s. They look at that. They stare at TikTok all day and there's people shaking their butt, sexual propaganda everywhere and videos that make them dumber into mush. This is the same same prompt as a video game. If someone was staring at a video game for much long as a three hours, TikTok is as dark as you can get. Sexual propaganda. You have professors taking over TikTok that are promoting their woke ideology on there. They have men dressing in feminine clothes, promoting a feminization of men, not this masculinity. They say masculinity is toxic. This is diminishing men. Men get off TikTok, go outside, get some vitamin D, go run, go read a book and be the sharpest man on this earth. God created us to be the toughest, the strongest, the wisest, and to lead our families. Be that obligated person and do that. Women, Alo, I think you would agree with this. What's going on with women is sad. Women are beautiful. They should be respected and they're a gift from God, no matter who they are. I may not like them. I may not like this one person or that person, but they're a gift from God. Amen, provable biblical evidence. TikTok and other apps are sexualizing women to become these objects of sex. And sorry to be harsh, Red Nation viewers, but I have a lot on my mind and my heart. And I'm seeing this with our most precious humans. And we're looking at women posting videos, especially on TikTok and yeah, sometimes Instagram and even Snapchat. They need to show body parts to get attention. 
That is sickening. It's disgusting. And it is demonic. Why is it demonic? Because anything away from God, hate to break it to you guys, is dark, which equals demonic. So women go on TikTok, they shake their butt, they show body parts that really should not be for the public view, and they get views, they get comments, and people like it, and they see it. Okay, that would make sense, because when you're young, and you're like that, you're hormonal, and you're in love, or you have lustful thoughts, that happens. But that is dumbing our society. Women should have modesty. Women should be treated with respect. Women should be treated with value and have traditional values. Nothing is better than a woman who shows modesty and also shows confidence of her personality, her morals, and values. She doesn't have to use her body parts to attract men. You want to attract good men? Hate to break it to you. Don't be unmodest. Be modest. And you don't need to show cleavage and the short shorts to get good guys. You're not going to get good guys that way. And for men, don't be stupid. Use your right head. Um, Aloy, I'm only speaking from experience here, you know, um, and there's the other part as well. How, this is harsh, but uh, this needs to be said. The normalization of the rainbow, and you know what the rainbow is, Aloy, the LGBTQ sodomites that are being normalized on social media and being normalized in society. Let's give it to you straight. When gay marriage was legalized in our country, it opened the floodgates for sexual immorality to spread throughout our country. If you go to a pride parade right now, Alo, it's not going to be gay men or gay women on a bus anymore. It's queer. It's, it's drag queens. It's doggy kink. It's like these, it's immoral. And you have kids there waving the flag, posting it on social media. And then my other point that I mentioned earlier, Alo, and I'm coming to the end of this, is the sexualization, sexualization of kids through education. Drag queens are now going into public libraries and reading their books and showing off who they are. Um, the feminization of men. Bad Bunny was wearing a dress the other day I saw. Harry Styles wearing a dress. Um, making them very, <laughs> to use a young kid word, simpish, to use men in a way of feminization you're losing the moral of society i'm sorry you just are and to normalize the rainbow into society which is not god ordained it is <laughs> they're going to be held in contempt to be honest and it's dark it's demonic and society allows it society pushes it actually i'm going to go further society wants you to love it they want to regender your kids they want you to look at that drag queen and say that's normal Parents, and this is even for the education system that's going on in America. Parents, when your kid comes to school, they're ours, not yours. The state owns your kids. That is terrible. So I'm going to end all of that dark, crappy stuff with this. I mentioned society has a pill, and I call it the society pill or the dark pill or the demonic pill, right? We need to be Christ-pilled, all right? We need God. We need Christ. Because without that, we're a crumbling, sinful society and culture. And you're seeing it now. You're seeing it harshly. It's in our face. It feels like the devil's working overtime. I don't know if that's biblically in, in line, but I feel like Alo, it's, it's, 
he's working overtime. And as Christians, we need to go out there and plant seeds and promote values of Christian background. One of my exes uh, from a couple of years ago, totally, totally demonic. I feel terrible for her and I'm addressing her. I don't care. I pray for her because I know what she's going through is not Christian Alo. And women need Christian men to save this country and Christian women to save this country. Alo, our society is dark and demonic. I don't think it's either or. I think it's both. That's the end of my rant, Red Nation viewers. I don't know, Alo. I'm going to flip it over to you. I know we have a couple minutes left before we go to our next break. I hope that was uh, not too controversial and you don't yell at me a break. But what do you think, brother? Is that a lot? No, not con- not controversial at all. Um, just adding to your points and what I saw when I worked at an after-school program with elementary kids. Right. When you give these kids smartphones and you, as a parent, you, you just don't do your job. You don't restrict it at all. You open up a can of worms, a can of just darkness, and they're exposed, like you said, to groomers. You just have these people who can message them on whatever. And as you said, TikTok, why are you allowing parents, why are you allowing your kids to be on TikTok? To, it just frustrates, frustrates the heck out of me because like we've seen, we've seen these uh, drag queens making TikToks that uh, eventually get out to children. And it's just, yeah, it's just created a dark place, yeah. man. Mommy, daddy, what, what is that? Why, why is that man wearing a dress? Can I be like him when I grow up? You know, it, the, the, the fathers in this country need a backbone. If you allow your kid to a drag show or any kind of like LGBTQ pride parade and you're a father and you allow your kid there, I'm sorry, you're not a father. You're just a guardian. You're a buddy. You're not an actual father. They should look up the definition of father. Go ahead, Ayla. I was going to say, it's also through this whole social media craze, it's become cool to do like, oh, it's become cool to go to drag shows. It's become cool. Society tries to normalize that. And people have to say, no, that's not cool. That's not normal. That's demonic. Like you were saying, that that isn't right. That's not normal. And you just, we have to have people stand up and it starts with mom, with your mom and dad, like of a family. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, I'm not going to normalize a man in a dress as a woman. When that person dies and I see their bones or someone digs up their do- their bones and sees their DNA, they'll dress it as a man they or a woman. It's a biological thing. You cannot change God's image for you. Um, to normalize a society of sexual immorality is to corrode a culture in your country. And I've seen it way too many times, Elo. I've met people that are gay. I've met people that are lesbian. And they may, not, they may be nice, but like my father's told me, well, everyone's nice. What does that mean? You know, um, you got to get to the brass tacks of stuff. And you know what, Elo? Let's go to break. But when we come back, Red Nation viewers, we're going to have some more fun with NPC of the month 
And then the question of the month. I want you to think about this before we go to break. Austin Lopez has set a goal to go on one date by the end of the year. One date with a woman, not a man, a woman, by the end of this year. <laughs> will he make it? Send us your thoughts. We're going to go with a couple of answers here. Yes, no. He will become a priest. Or, this is the last one, will he go on five different dates with three different girls? Who knows? Who knows? Stay tuned. We'll see you right after the break. All right, we're back from our second break. Thanks for staying with us. Hope you like the rant. Hope you like the commentary. Austin and I are going to come up with some more show concepts and conversations. Definitely hit us up with anything else you'd like for us to discuss. Stay tuned for the end with question of the month. And I am releasing my remix of the Kanye West song, Someday We'll All Be Free, the Alex Jones version. Austin Lopez, let's go right to you. What's on your mind, brother? Uh, I had one story that I wanted to tell from actually two. Uh, we're going to make it two. My show. Let's two. go. Let's go. We'll start off when we're actually in high school, teammates playing golf. I feel like we have a lot of golf stories. I mean, that's where we, we spend a lot of time. There was one practice I remember. It was getting dark, and you were going to hit a shot on the ninth hole at Rio Hondo. And I, you yelled, hey, I'm hitting the shot. So I'm like, I knew better. I got the heck out of the way. Then there Smart. was Tom and this kid, Grant. Grant. <laughs> in, in front of, uh, on the fairway, like in between you and the green. So Tom hides behind his bag. And I, I don't know where Grant was. I think Grant was like hiding. He was in the bunker. Next, no, I think he was hiding next to him. Okay. And so you hit your shot and I, it, it's dark. You can't really see anything. And then all you hear is, ah, oh, my leg, dude. Ah. Oh, and you see Grant rolling on the ground. Oh, I was like, there's no way this just happened. This dude. And he shows us the mark on his leg. It's just like this, this huge bruise, the size of a golf ball, obviously. And it's just one memory in my mind that I'll never forget. What, what, what was going through your mind when you hit that shot? So it was getting dark, and I pull out the blue rocket for, for the viewers. Obviously, that just is a random name. It's my favorite club. Uh, I think it's a fairway club. And uh, wasn't an experienced golfer. Grant was an uh, asset to the team without the E-T at the end. And uh, I said, if this ball hits him, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. So uh, yeah, I felt bad. I mean, the poor guy, like you know, poor kid, whatever. I don't know. I just, I'm not. I just was not good at golf at the time. But good memories, Alo. I love that. That's a good story. It was good times. And the second one, obviously, we talked about in the first and second episode, which probably will get released after the third. Which is just like I said, the editor got lost in Guadalajara, and you know. We're gonna send a. Uh, we're gonna set up a uh, give send go just for the viewers. So you know, we'll put that in the descriptions <laughs> below. Give send go. Um, I promise it will not go go directly to my bank account or Austin's bank account. It'll go directly to the family impacted by this, which uh, happens to be us. But so sorry. Go ahead, Austin. Well, there was also another golf practice. The same hole. It's just something about this hole. And you were a coach, so obviously players looked up to you. And we're playing the last hole. 
and you hit this shot. And to paint the picture, there's a street on the right side. I don't know uh, why my voice just stood there. There's a street on the right side. There's houses all along it. And there's water on the left side of the hole. So you hit this shot. I don't know how you did it, but you just shanked it. And right. it, it was going right at a house. I was waiting for a window to shatter, but you managed to hit the roof and it landed in the guy's yard. Also, well, I just, again, I was trying to show them what not to do, Alo. That's what it was. I swear. Just good time. That's all I got to say. It's a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, coaching young boys and like you're a young boy yourself, it's a weird dyna- dynamic. Uh, Alo <laughs> was 20 or something, and I was 19. We were varsity golf coaches. Just like the Matrix, man. You know, you feel like you're just living through it. I was at senior prom with these guys, and now they have to listen to me. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, really interesting stuff. Alo, I have a question for you now. Yes, sir. We have NPC of the month. Do we have an NPC in mind that we need to expose? Who's your NPC of the month? This was tough for me because I I know too many NPCs, so it's hard to place one. But the other day, um, I was with my father. No, he's not the NPC. And we we were out to eat or something. So we come back home and there's a, a police helicopter above. And I'm like, oh, that's probably like down the block. Turns <laughs> out it's right next to our neighborhood. There was this crackhead who barricaded himself inside of the trailer parks, not trailer parks, sorry, that's that sounds trashy. Mobile home uh, community. <laughs> All these cops were outside. And it was just, it was pretty funny. We're living for GTA 6. I'll tell you. <laughs> GTA 6 needs to be Mesa, Arizona. All right. <laughs> so the designers of GTA, please do Mesa, Arizona. You will find so much crime, like prostitutes, strippers, and then like the Beverly Hills, Scottsdale. Just do Arizona. Just do like the Phoenix area, you know, like. Yeah, you'll give everything that LA has on GTA. I'm telling you, it's a better city than like a Miami or Chicago for GTA. So my NPC of the month. All right. I think this guy is probably nice. I don't know. I don't know him. The disclaimer is if I don't know you, I'm just not going to try to claim to know who you are. But all the time I drive home from work, different hours of the day it's never a nine to five it could be six six thirty or whatever and uh there's this neighbor who lives in our neighborhood of arizona and he has the littlest so tiny chihuahua dog ever and he always takes him to the same spot all right every single day every single day i see him and even sometimes in the morning he always wears a hood you know i wear hoodies but for whatever reason, he likes wearing a hoodie every single day. Seems like a Matrix character to me. I don't know. I mean, but he, Alo, why does he have the biggest Android I've ever seen in my life? It's like, a, it's like a, a, a UPS box. The thing is massive and it's dense. What is he doing? Like playing World of Warcraft? Who are you? Like, where does he live here? I don't even know. Like, I've never seen him walk out of his apartment. 
Where does he come from? I, I swear I a, he just pixels in. <laughs> I have a hot take for that one. Okay. I What's think up? that he is a paid actor by really? Google. They, they have their phone. They have their product that they want to sell. So they put him there with his little rat of a dog. Correct. <laughs> and they're trying to promote the phone. Yeah, like what, genius marketing, question mark, or Matrix character, question mark. We don't know. And maybe one day, you know, by the way, uh, this is a side note. I waved to him one time. He just looked at me and I'm like, huh, okay. So, you know, next time I see him, I'm going to start a conversation because that's what you should do. Meet the neighbors. And if he happens to be, you know, a video game character, then whatever. I don't know. Anyways. All right. So everyone's been waiting to, for this. Austin Lopez, our co-host of Red Nation, a great Christian thought leader of our generation, has set a goal to go on one date by the end of this year. One date by the end of 2020. And it's coming close. Austin Lopez is currently single right now. He is a future pilot. He is a young buck. He is a Christ follower. More importantly, he's a golfer and he's a friend. Will he make it? Send us your thoughts, please. But Alo, will you make it? Will you get on a date by the end of this year? What is your plan? What's going on? I'm going with whatever, wherever the wind takes me. I want to promote uh, Fred and Drew Hernandez, the show that I produce and I'm proud to be on. Drew Hernandez is an investigative reporter, commentator. And honestly, he's more than that. He's a freaking artist. All right. He's an artist. And uh, you can watch the show every single day, Monday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time on Real America's Voice. It's a 30-minute show. We have Larry Elder coming up next Friday watch he is teasing a presidential run watch out gives us thoughts on kanye west and what he thinks of black culture so alo thank you for always being a great partner in crime you're phenomenal any last words for the viewers just thank you for listening uh sorry that our editor got lost in yeah uh in look give me a random country guana yeah guiana all right uh, but we'll, we'll be back and we'll make this uh, a regular thing. Correct. Yeah. Our editor's gone. We have no editor, but this will be uh, released on December 11th at the time of the recording, which is tomorrow. Today's December 10th at the time of the recording, but we will release it tomorrow. We don't have an editor. He's been lost in Russia. Actually, I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> Prague. Um, but we will get this episode released. And thank you for listening. Let's go straight right into the Alex Jones version, Braden Ellis produced, of Someday We'll All Be Free by Ye. Enjoy. Take it from me, someday we'll all be free. Take it from me, someday we'll all be free. Just wait and see, someday. Where's my heiress? Wouldn't understand. Out there in this area, 
in the fear of almighty Yeshua. Who knew you before you knew who you was? Where down the teeth for you respond to me? Y'all know honesty, y'all all honor me. I know cause the headlines why she wanna leave. You know I follow God so you should follow me. Rock with none of y'all, no way. No way. And I'm pulling up in that white OJ. Used to wear a watch filled with the O'Shea's. Jackson, if you're nasty. Tweeted DEFCON, now we pass three. Tweeted DEFCON, now we pass three. I hate communists. I hate Xi Jinping. I hate Hitler. I hate Mao Zedong. I love American strength and freedom and power and Christianity and open societies and capitalism and free speech. And I want it back now. So burn in hell, Hitler and Stalin and Mao. Burn in hell. And if you try to take our guns, 1776 will commence again.